We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part of work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. So should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi, everyone. This is Kelsey Jones, Managing Editor of Search Engine Journal, and I'm here with Julia McCoy, the CEO and founder of Express Writers. How are you today, Julia? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm good. So I know I just mentioned you are the founder and CEO of Express Writers. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and your company? Yes, definitely. So my company's been around since 2011. That's when I kind of put it together. And everything I've done, it's been self-taught. I just got into copywriting when I was uh, maybe four years from now. And after I got into copywriting, learned about SEO and online content, it just took off. And then I just looked into starting a business with like-minded people who could write just as good as I could, if not better. And with that as my goal, I started my company, and it's really taken off since then. Yeah, I saw on your website that Express Writers has a distributed team across the U.S. of about 50 people. How do you guys ensure that you maintain you know, communication and a sense of teamwork since you're not in one office? That's a good question. You know, we do different things whenever we bring a candidate in, we extensively test them. We have several online proctored tests that I've set up with different SEO questions and I'll change it based on what's new in SEO because as you know SEO changes so much and we will make sure that their testing is up to date. We'll give them periodic tests on SEO. So that's how we keep the knowledge of SEO ongoing and how we keep teaching it. And then as far as how we communicate on a daily basis. We have our own team room kind of set up with a project system called Active Collab. And it's custom made to our team. So everyone gets their own assignments and workloads. And then we, my staff and I communicate through Skype. So that's kind of our virtual office. Yeah, that's great. So besides Skype and then your uh, project management um, kind of dashboard that you use, are there any other tools that you or your team uses a lot to just kind of help make that working remote situation work a lot better? Probably, you know, it's just based on those two things mainly. And then the rest of it is just direct communication through email or if someone, you know, needs a phone call to explain something. So we stay, we stay together very well through our project management system. We have probably 40 people logged in throughout the day there. We have our editors there. So that's mostly our central hub, and all communication goes through there too. Awesome. Okay. Um, so kind of getting into you know online content and writing, which is what you guys specialize in, uh, what are three ways content can help a, business, uh, a business's SEO presence? Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> you more than three ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll start with blogging because we've seen so many good results with that. You know, we've done, we've written blogs for all kinds of clients in all kinds of industries. And one example, one client just sold one particular product in a very uh, non-competitive niche. He had one main competitor, and they were doing much better than he was. And whenever we wrote blogs for his blog page. He did really good with those. One blog resulted in 
several hundreds worth of earnings because it turned into a landing page. Whenever people read that blog, they went to look at his product because it answered a particular question. So that's one of the ways through blogging. And then secondly, just making sure you have a really good content flow, making sure the quality is really, really good. If that's there, then you can definitely rank with SEO. And it's, it's all about quality whenever it comes to content. And then thirdly, probably just, I would also say the length of your content matters specifically. We've seen really long posts do really well on our own blog. We do probably at least 2000 words on one post and we've, we integrate keywords very naturally. You know, we don't ever force or stuff that used to work, doesn't work anymore. So it's just a focus on quality content and long content. And then specifically blogging works really well to get you a boost in SEO. And you see, you see turnaround, you see ROI on that. So do you think uh, long posts should always be recommended when it comes to blogs or it's varying the content length still kind of an effective strategy? I would recommend varying, you know, still effective because you don't want every single post to be extremely long because you want to think of your reader too. What do they want to see? You know, what do you want to share on your social media? Maybe something requires less content to be more effective. So definitely yeah, varying. Um, so how do you and your writers come up with ideas? I mean, I imagine that you have so many different clients in all different kinds of industries. You know, what are some tips for coming up with ideas for those blog posts or other types of content? That could also be answered <laughs> with a lot of material. It's, it's probably a balance between the client's input, you know, what they know about their products and their clients, since they're going to know best about that. They're going to know what type of clients they bring in. And then also, based on our direction, we can get something very wordy out of a very specific point. So it just varies on what their input and their audience is. Okay. And do you do any external research besides focusing on client input to get ideas? We do. I'd have to say it's probably based between interviewing the client just on our side, interviewing them, trying to figure out who their audience is, and then doing some extensive research into what type of audience, what type of niche that they have. Okay. Uh, so... Going forward, um, what kind of content have you found? Because I know Express Writers offers tons of different types of content, you know, whether it's ebooks or blogs or press releases. Uh, what type of content have you found that gives clients sort of the most bang for their buck? So, I mean, what type of content do you usually start with and what gets, you know, the most results in terms of either contact from customers or website traffic? I have to say going back to blogging, that's probably one of the biggest returns that we've seen when we give our clients that service. And then also web content, just making sure your web content is up to par. It's very important. Do you think that websites should be updating their website content on a regular basis? I mean, how often do you do it for your clients? It depends on you know what they're facing with their web content if they're not seeing a good return or if they're just facing some kind of penalty if anything's duplicate definitely that needs to be addressed as a high priority and then just in general we recommend refreshing your content you know at least every 
I'd say every two or three months, just looking at it again, maybe getting an audit done, seeing what pertains to your niche and your service, maybe what's outdated, if anything like that happens. You know, just looking at it again with a fresh eye and getting a fresh written perspective on your content is always really good for your just your website in general. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like because your company is sort of an outside resource, you kind of have a different perspective on the company. So you're able to provide, you know, a different type of content that may not have been found from someone who's actually, you know, working in the company. So that could definitely be a good thing. Yes, yes, absolutely. We have very experienced SEO and content people on our team. So not only do they know writing, they also know SEO. They know how to look at your website and tell you what's good about it. So we'll, we're doing content auditing and content curation coming up. We haven't really launched those yet. But that'll be a very effective part of doing getting your content written in general. Yeah, definitely. So I know that your company, all your writers are based in the U.S., um, and I, how do you position yourselves? Cause I know there's a lot of competition from, you know, writers that aren't in the U S and they charge a lot lower than U S writers. Um, and I know, I mean, there's good and bad things to both of that. I mean, what made you decide to only work with U S writers and how does that benefit your clients? Well, you know, since I did, I launched my company with that as a motto, as a, probably a goal. Since then, we've noticed there's been clients we've gotten throughout the world, such as like Europe, Australia, and they need that voice from their location. So we've since then, we've picked up writers from those locations, and it's not only a U.S. focus now. So we'll pick up European writers, and some of those are some of our most prized writers, the ones in Europe. They write with a lot of creativity. They're very eloquent and fluent. So, you know, it's not, I'm finding out through trial and error, limiting yourself to the U.S. is, you don't have to do that anymore. But we do avoid, you know, picking people who don't have English as their first language. So that's, that's just one thing you want to look for whenever you're hiring outside the U.S., making sure that English is a primary native language still. Yeah, because I think it does make a difference for sure. Definitely. Um, so why... Do you think that somebody should consider outsourcing their writing to a company like yours versus doing it in-house? It's funny you ask that. We just wrote a long blog about that. And we came up with like 25 different reasons. And it can vary, you know, depending on what your company is, what your services are, what your team looks like. But some of the biggest reasons we found is just time. You don't have to micromanage. You don't have to sit there and you know, oversee your writer with us. We have editors, we have content managers and <clears throat> excuse me, all of our content is getting overseen. So you don't have to do any micromanagement. That's a really big plus in times of time, terms of time, because a lot of business owners, you know, they just don't have that time to sit there and watch their writer. <clears throat> so that's one of the biggest reasons. And then on top of that, you can get so much different expertise if you branch out. We have 50 different writers, you know, they're in various fields of expertise from legal writing to more specific, more niche writing it might be a master's of herbalism, you know, something very specific. And you can, if you branch out to a big team like ours, you can find more industry expertise that might match your niche. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I know you had talked earlier about how staying relevant to what's happening in the SEO industry is really important for you and for your writers in order to, you know, provide the best service you can. You know, staying on top of those trends, how do you think that, you know, content marketing is going to change in the coming year? Are there is there anything that you think is going to happen that maybe people will need to start shifting, you know, what they're doing? That's another really good question. You know, I'd say to that, just being on top of your content, doing frequent auditing, checking through your content, making sure you don't have anything that might be following old SEO practices, whether it's keyword stuffing, and then going forward, new things that might be coming up. I'm Whenever I research, you know, I come across different tools that I've never, ever seen before. And it's just, I think you'll see more of that in the future, different content tools, different curation tools, ways to find better content. And then just to focus on, you know, providing really well-written, well-researched material. And I've seen, there's been a focus going towards over 3,000 to 10,000 words. I've never written... I've never written a 10,000 word blog myself. Yeah, that's <laughs> <But> a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. I don't ever see how that could be too much for a reader. You know, but it'll be a focus on just high quality, using research whenever you write, using visuals, using media, and then just different tools that might come up that we don't know about yet. Yeah, it's definitely exciting to see how content's going to shape, you know, going forward for sure. It is. Definitely. Uh, so to kind of wrap up our talk, I had one other question. Um, if somebody is trying to come up with their own content strategy and are, is just kind of starting out shaping that strategy, where do you think they should start? You know, I would recommend making sure you have all your foundations covered. If you don't have website content written or you have something written, get that edited, get that reviewed or get it written. And then on top of that, making sure you have your essentials, your social media content managed, and then your blogs have that, <clears throat> get a schedule going, look at topics you want to post on, do research before you actually start your blog and make sure your keywords are, you know, going to matter. Make sure they're worthwhile keywords, do some research. Our team does that as well. And then just making sure once you have your foundation started, just get a schedule going, make sure you have a blog out you know, a couple times a week at least. And then your website content, you know, put down your calendar in a couple months, you want to come back and look at it. And then your social media content, just keep posting your blogs, keep linking to relevant stuff that you think your audience will want to see. And, you know, that's your foundation. If you get that going, you're off to a really great start. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Well, uh, Julia McCoy with Express Writers, thank you so much for talking with me. Uh, again, my name's Kelsey Jones, and I'm the managing editor of SCJ. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for talking. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.